Hi, welcome to Decom Divas with Jana, and I have a very, very, very special guest. Welcome to the show, Eric. Thank you. Hi. What is your experience with podcasts? Have you ever been on one? Are you much of a listener? What's your What's your story with podcasts? I feel like I just listen to them when someone sends them to me. <laughs> oh, okay. So you don't seek them out. You people order you to do it, and you listen. Yep, pretty much. I listen to music like all the time if I'm not. If oh. I'm doing something else, then music is on. So that's what I do. Um, that's the thing that podcast. constantly fills your ears. Yeah, not no. podcasts. <laughs> How do you feel about being on a podcast? Um, yeah. It's different. It's weird. But, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's a, it's a new thing. Yeah, because <laughs> you're generally kind of a private person. Or is this me reading too much? <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. I yeah. generally am. But happy to get back. Yay! Oh my god. Well, thank you. Um, so, uh, Eric, do you remember how we met? I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> so, it that time kind of all blurs together, and I want to say we met at, it was like an arcade, and there was like uh, things on the water. Oh, uh, boomers. No, we knew each other before then, because I, okay, so you were friend of a friend that we uh knew from school so we went to the same college but you were two years below me so we didn't really know each other and you were a totally different major i remember seeing you around in the like tech center or whatever but like that was it i think we were introduced briefly and we were just like hi and then uh, i got yeah. to know you very well after i graduated and then we hung out like all the time and then uh you moved to colorado that's where you are right now <laughs> Yep, that's where I am right now. Wait, so when did we? I don't. You're just saying we just met oh, randomly. And we the, met random. I think I you were at our friend's house and it was one of those like random parties. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, hi. And then you were there all the time. You joined our little gal group. Um, yep. Along with Victor, who's also been on this podcast. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We were college besties. Yeah. So uh, yeah. or post college besties. I'll say that. Yeah. So. You're in Colorado Springs, Colorado. What brought you there? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, I uh, left. I decided I wanted a change from San Diego and uh, picked Colorado. I mean, I, I wanted a, I guess it was because I wanted a healthier lifestyle and Colorado and especially Colorado Springs seemed to have that. Um, but yeah, there was, I'd never visited Colorado before. I'd never been anywhere around it. I just kind of decided, lived in an Airbnb for a few weeks before I found a place that I rented. Um, but yeah, it was just random. Oh my God. So you like, before you lived here or there, you had never been. Yeah. Oh my God. But you knew you would like it and you were right. Yep. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> yeah. I loved it here so far. So. Yay. And where are you from originally? Uh, uh, Turlock, California. So the worst part of California. The worst part. It is. If people don't know where that is, it's like uh, Modesto area, you'd say? Yeah. Okay. Which yeah, it's is like uh, 90 south, minutes of south of Sacramento. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's a little, we grew up ish close to each other, but I mean, I didn't know you until college. So yeah. But uh, are you glad that you grew up where you did? Um. Yeah, I think I'm kind of whatever about it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think I would have preferred to grow up here where I'm at now in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it gave me what I needed to get here. So it worked out. Do people treat you 
like differently when they find out you're from California? Is that like weird to be in Colorado in that sense or not really? Not really. It's actually, from my experience, it's harder to find a Colorado native than a Californian. That's crazy. Well, I guess a lot of people are moving out there. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. I've been there a few times because of my friends who've moved there and it is very nice. Like I, I totally understand. Yeah. And it's yeah, Colorado Springs is better than where you visit. I know I like Colorado Springs better than Denver. I am not going to lie. <laughs> I, I don't quite get the appeal of Denver other than the weed. I don't, it's not, it's not my thing per se. Do you like Denver? What's your opinion? No, no, I hate Denver. You do? What don't you like about it? Everything. Yeah. Uh, it's, I think to me, part of it is it seems like a lot of what I was trying to get away from leaving San Diego, mm -hmm. um, where it's just very much a normal city, except Denver is dirtier than San Diego and there's no ocean. So, yeah, <laughs> it has, it, I it found it to be kind of dusty. Yeah. And it's yeah. not green like a lot of Colorado is very pretty and mountainous and, and lush. And I didn't find Denver to be that much of any of that. Yeah. Um, so I guess getting into Disney Channel, did you, what's your experience with Disney Channel? Like when you were growing up, like, was it big for you? Was it like not a thing at all? Was it like something that was always on? What do you, what do you remember from those times? Yeah. I mean, Disney Channel stuff was a lot of, I have two younger sisters. Yeah. Um, so if I say we, I'll be referencing them. Yes. Yes. Which um, that, that plays a huge role in how much Disney Channel's in a guy's life if he has sisters. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I only said that to clarify the we part of yeah. what I'll be saying <laughs> in the future. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like a lot of the times I was the one that liked watching stuff more than they did. Oh, really? Um, they were more, yeah, they were more content to, I don't know, do other things. I, I think it was just the age difference. Like, I mean, I was, uh, even though they were the younger ones, I was always the one watching um, cartoons longer too. But uh, yeah, so we would watch uh, Disney Channel all the time. Like I was thinking about it and, like uh, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, um, all of those. I don't think we watched nearly as much as Disney Channel. I think Disney Channel is like the, our parents assumed it was safer or something like that. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So it was the thing that we were allowed to have on more often. And so, yeah, we watched a lot. Just Did your everything. parents like monitor what you watch? Like they were like, don't watch this, don't watch this, this is fine. Yeah, for a while actually, we called them real people shows oh. and we were only allowed to watch animated Disney stuff. Yeah. And if it was a real person show, yeah, uh, we weren't allowed to watch it until I was probably seven. And then of course I was old enough to start watching stuff on my own. And then that made my sisters old enough to watch it too i guess even yeah they were a lot younger <laughs> i guess it kind of happens that way it's the cold. first child thing yeah yeah so i've heard yeah and how big of an age difference is you and your sisters um uh, three years and five years younger than me oh okay nice nice and what yeah, year so were you born eric 1996 nice so do you remember the 90s that much no not at all. Like nothing. Absolutely nothing. I, I mean, I not. I I couldn't tell you anything that happened in the nineties. I mean, I don't even remember 
Yeah, I don't think I remember Y2K at all. Like, I don't even have, like, glimpses of that. What is, like, the earliest memory you have? Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I remember doing stuff um, in my, uh, the first house that we had. We left when I was seven, and I have a lot of memories from that house, but like in terms of like shows or what I did when I was that age, like younger than seven, I really don't remember much of, you know, shows or what I did or what I wore or anything like that. <laughs> I think it all probably starts at the, uh, the second house that I remember. So you don't have much nostalgia for that time per se? For the nineties? No. Or, or early 2000s, any of them? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of probably all lump it together. Um, like the movie that we're talking about today came out in 2005. And I, you know, remember that movie. And we, I don't know for sure, but we probably saw it when it came out. And I don't know how often Disney was rerunning those things. But I'm sure a lot. But um, so I remember all of those things. And um, like watching it gave me a lot of nostalgia. So I definitely have nostalgia. I just don't know how early into the 2000s. I have yeah, you that. can't like pinpoint like, oh, 2003. That was the great year. Like you're just like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so what were some of your favorite, I guess, if you had any favorite Disney Channel shows or just general shows from the, I guess, from your childhood, would you say? Um, I think like the one that I remember the most that would definitely I'd have the most nostalgia um for um and probably also because it was thing that my sisters liked watching a lot too um we really liked the sweet life of Zack and Cody like that was by far probably our favorite Disney channel thing but like I said I mean we watched just about everything what was it uh Phil of the Future was another one that I thought was great yeah, which has a uh, one of the actors in it is in this movie. Yeah, I did not remember that. The do you <laughs> okay? The main girl in this movie, Allison Mushaka, she was in uh, *Phil of the Future*. She was like the main girl in that. Do you don't remember that at all? I sometimes I'm really horrible with actors. Actresses, <laughs> no, so. it's okay. It's okay. You don't have to remember <laughs> for that. Um, did you like? watch like would you say tv was like a big part of your childhood or would you say like you were kind of doing other stuff what was how big of an influence did it have over you uh it probably had a decent influence um we didn't watch a whole lot of tv normally growing up Mm -hmm. um because it was just something my parents didn't like us doing a lot of but on the weekends you know we'd cram as much tv as we could into it so i don't know how much tv or disney channel as a whole necessarily influenced me or what i did i don't remember like ever picking up on any fashion or anything from the shows (laughs) and being like "Ooh, i want to wear that because it's cool i don't i don't remember anything like that i just did my own thing nice nice that's good i feel like uh one of my biggest regrets in life is watching way too much tv when i was a kid because i feel like i could have been out doing like experiencing life more but you know what can you do (laughs) but um I guess we'll kind of get into the movie so the movie we're reviewing today is called now you see it so we um I sent you a list of movies and I asked you which one I wanted you to do. And I, I, for some reason I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe Eric will choose this one. And you did. What, what intrigued you about this movie other than just remembering it? 
Well, I mean, I think if I remember from the list that you sent me, I had seen all of them. Yeah, which um, I was very impressed by. <laughs> um, like, I, I kind of remember enjoying it, and I think my thought was probably that I remembered it the least. Okay, um, yeah. And so I just kind of wanted to rewatch something that I didn't, you know, remember. I don't like remembering a whole lot as I'm watching things like do you you're not like someone who watches the same movies over and over no I don't like knowing exactly I have to have a gap a long gap period before I'll rewatch something because I just want to kind of relive it I guess if okay. I'm going to watch it okay yeah so you don't have like comfort movies or things that you go back to like you want to be like constantly be experiencing new media for the most part, yeah. But I mean, I do have, you know, comfort movies that... Well, what would you say some of them are, if you're willing to share? <laughs> well, like one of the big ones for me is, uh, it's actually a, a anime movie. Oh, cool. Um, and it's called Your Name. And that's... Wait, like I think the... you show. Did you show it to us? Probably. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a movie that every time i watch it i will just break down bawling so it's like my crying movie and <laughs> movie i use to kind of let emotions out um but yeah that's probably the biggest one that i have um what how long have you liked anime and what got you into it originally um actually victor got me into it oh really oh i did not know that okay so it's fairly recent he uh, introduced me to a show called One Punch Man. Um, oh. I actually spent the night at his uh, place and we watched the whole season all in one go. Wait, really? Oh my um, god, that's so cute. Um, Aww. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, then I just kind of um, took off from there. Uh, and you, okay, you said that you liked magic growing up? Yeah, I did. Did you have like books or like stuff for it or did you like perform it like tricks at school or anything like that uh i never really performed any tricks like at school or anything like that but um i definitely i had magic books and i had all the magic tricks and i loved i don't know i i think i just i more liked figuring out how things worked i didn't care to perform or do anything in front of anyone i just wanted to know for myself and figure something cool out i did i really never showed any of them to anyone even if i got decent at them really were you just like i don't care it's it's yeah. a thing for me yeah pretty much it was a thing for me and a, something else to figure out is so does your like like if i handed you some i don't know what your thing was was your thing like card tricks or like all kinds of stuff uh, it was more the other stuff. I'm actually still, which is kind of sad because I grew up playing a lot of card games with my family. Uh, I'm horrible at handling cards. I can barely shuffle. Really? So I never did like card magic tricks, but I did all the other kind of weirder stuff. Like what was one of your favorite ones that you were like proud of yourself or like figuring out how to do? There was one... I, I haven't touched magic in so long. Uh, there was one, yeah. though, where I remember I made a ball disappear somehow, like a ping pong ball. Oh, cool. Um, and it was like it had a cup and there was water involved. But, I mean, I couldn't tell you 
much like if i gave you all the stuff honest. to do it you would not be able to do it for me no okay no. nice nice does your wife know that you had a magic phase like would she be surprised to learn that or no i i don't think it's ever come up because obviously i don't remember it that yeah. well but uh but no she wouldn't be surprised at all yeah. ashton knows i do all sorts of weird things so. <laughs> um okay so i guess we'll get into the movie so this movie it came out on january 14th 2005 the first movie of 2005 what um what do you think you were doing that day um i mean that's right before my birthday so oh wait i'm uh, yeah by the way i'm sorry i missed your birthday this year um your your 27th birthday Mm -hmm. nice good luck this year (laughs) (laughs) um don't die yeah (laughs) Uh, I was probably doing something for my birthday around that time. I was big into sleepovers, so I'd have people over for, uh, my parents would let it happen usually for like two nights, maybe three nights sometimes. Oh my God. So um, so yeah, I could have been doing birthday stuff and had people over. Um, Most of my friends were, uh, uh, I did like a hybrid thing for school, so we didn't go to school every day. And so most of my friends were from that school. So. we could take days off during the week whenever we wanted to. That's so fun. Oh my God. Um, okay, we'll get into the movie. Let's get into Now You See It. So, what were your first impressions of this movie? First impressions, as I was trying to remember growing up. Mm-hmm. So, like, first, first impressions. I probably thought it was really cool. Yeah. Um, like, as I was watching it this time, I can see some of the things that like probably had some sort of impact on the way I thought about things Mm -hmm. like you know other all sorts of other culture stuff I'm sure too but you know just like the oh when am I gonna find out that I have magical powers (laughs) (laughs) is that something you're pretty convinced of that was gonna happen to you when you were a kid um I'm still convinced yeah you're still waiting around (laughs) I'm way past the age point that it usually happens at, but it's going to happen. Yeah, it can Uh, happen in your late 20s. Why not? uh, But yeah, no, I feel like I was probably definitely convinced that that was going to happen. And, you know, just one of those things where that movie just reinforced it or maybe helped give me that idea in the first place. Um, But yeah, no, I just, I thought it was cool. and, And I think one of the interesting uh, things that I thought watching it now is I probably had more like respect or something for the people in the movie because Mm -hmm. I probably thought they were you know way older than me Mm -hmm. um and now it's like you know I'm just watching kids um play around with magic but back then it was like all of those people and all of those shows were older and so it's like you know they're examples and like oh I can do this (laughs) Yeah, it did seem, yeah, watching all these shows when you're young, you think, like, these people seem like they're 20-something, and they're really, like, 14, 15. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes the actors are older, but, yeah, it was um, it was cool. Yeah, I, I actually really do like this movie. It's, like, corny. Of course, all of these movies are corny, and but it's, I don't know, it's different from most of the DCOMs I've watched. Um, so, Allie from Allie and AJ, do you remember that band or that group at all? talking about when I say Allie and AJ? Um, no. 
think so. <laughs> it's the main girl in this movie, the blonde one, and her sister had like a little band that was popular in like the early 2000s. Maybe your sisters listened to them. I don't know. Um, oh, but... yeah, I remember. Okay, okay, yeah, I thought so, yeah. So she was in Phil of the Future as well, and this was like at the same time. So I think people watching this movie were already familiar with her as an actress, and so she's like kind of like this like overly eager um i don't even know she wants to like she's part of this reality tv show where they're scouting magicians what did you think of her and her character's name is allison which is her name in real life but yeah what did you think of that character it was very over the top yes um, <laughs> <laughs> she is very um yeah the i thought the i don't really remember it being a documentary style like that yeah um so that was interesting but uh yeah like the whole thing every time you know it popped back over to her you know narrating the documentary piece of it, it she was just very like i don't know it's not even bubbly it's just in your face excited you know very to the point it was yeah it was a lot yeah she it's she, yeah basically she's a, like everyone calls her like a know-it-all and she uh, like Compared to all the other kids who are part of the show, she always, like, raises her hand and knows the answer to everything and so eager to know everything. And she says, like, I admittedly, I have a hard time making friends and stuff like that, which is, I mean, it's weird because, like, she's not a stereotype, but she's, like, pretty cute. And I feel like in normal life, she wouldn't have a hard time making friends for that fact alone. Like, but I guess, like, she is annoying enough for her to not, maybe people really didn't like her. But, yeah, she's kind of like a overly eager i guess teacher's pet type of person uh so i guess have you seen easy a before yes okay so it's like the movie's shot like that where it's the perspective of a girl kind of like on a web camera style which is very late 2000s um where she's like telling the story from the future and set up to be all dramatic and she's like there's this young musician named danny and he uh, you know, he's so mysterious and no one knows where he is and I'm going to tell this story, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, basically they're on this search to find a kid who will be good on this magic reality show called World's Greatest Magician. And it's hosted by this like big magician guy named Max. But what did you think of um, Danny, the main character? I think the funny part for me is that I was annoyed by both of them for totally different reasons like yeah. we just talked about with her she's very over the top and overexcited about everything uh, it seemed at points demanding and but then he is just super moody um, yeah. but they have you know it seems like they claim to have the same problem where you know they both claim to be outsiders and all of this kind of stuff and um kind of what you said or you started to say <laughs> I, I don't think either of them had any problems yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's one of those things like when you're looking at them from the outside it's like you know she isn't the stereotype for the weird girl that's having problems that's not that wasn't her yeah um mm -hmm. and he he had magical powers what child what boy doesn't yeah. want magical powers and yeah it stopped whining about it so they both <laughs> have that common thread of being very complaining about being outsiders when it seems like they shouldn't have much of a reason to um but then they do it in totally different ways he's just super you know mopey all the time and she's super overexcited all the time 
what was my impression of them yeah they're kind of like opposite ends of the same what am i trying to say like they they yeah they're supposed to have the same issue but they channel it very differently as he's kind of a loner he withdraws it seems and she really gets in people's faces but he he is a magician and they choose him because he can pull off these crazy tricks sometimes he's very inconsistent with it but when he does it's insane and like a mechanical bull pops out of nowhere and it's never very like he doesn't hone in on his powers or really he can never explain how a trick works and so like it seems like the rest of the kids in the reality show or whatever kind of like annoyed by him because they can't figure out what he how he's doing these tricks what did you think like was the the main intrigue or the in most interesting part of the movie for you if anything well i think i i, I was kind of wondering if when i watched it originally mm -hmm. if i knew whether or not he had powers like i mean yeah. that's what the whole thing was lending to but i think they were kind of like trying to hint around it and you know not say it explicitly and there is just this whole like mystery of like if he has powers you know what is it is you know is there some secret order is you know does max the um guy that was running the whole thing does he know mm -hmm. for a lot of the movie it was unclear whether or not he was in on something like if he was magic or if he wasn't and um so i think the mystery was just around you know what his thing was in the universe like i mean there was no like established magical thing in the movie world like the world was very ordinary like everything about it like there's a reality tv show there's this girl that wants to be a producer and kickstart her career it was a very ordinary kind of movie that could have just been something about that and so the bringing the magical aspect into it was the question of how magical are they really, you know, making this movie? Is yeah. it a whole thing or is it just a small part of the movie? And then we're going to find out in the end, oh, no one really has magical powers. I agree in that there wasn't quite, it was neither here nor there kind of, it was like mostly real and then a few magic powers. Like there's two parts where they go through a portal that we get in through a magic hat and like, <laughs> which was kind of weird. And then in the end, there's this part where he's like, so we find out that Max, the guy, kind of like the dark overlord, he has a Dumbledore-like presence at first, but he kind of ends up being a little evil because um, he wants to steal the uh, powers that Danny actually has. Um, and he gives him this ring that he tells him is like a gift where they can share kind of magic powers together or hone in on their powers where he's really trying to take it away from him. Yeah, it was not, I feel Think like it, they could have gone farther with the magic, but they kind of were kinda iffy on it. Um, yeah, what, and the thing I got from this movie is I was like, this is kind of, especially when they first enter the mansion that the show is set in, it was like, oh, this is kind of like walking to Hogwarts, right? And I noticed that like a lot of shows trying to do magic were, you know, kind of copying Harry Potter, trying to get that vibe back then. Were you a Harry Potter person? Um, no, not really. Not until, uh, I guess I saw the movie sometime in college. Oh, so. okay. Were you not allowed to, or was it just like not intriguing to you whatsoever? 
Yeah, I w no, I wasn't allowed to. Okay, that's fair. That's how Christian is too, is he wasn't allowed to, and so now he doesn't like Harry Potter. He's like, I don't care because oh. he, like, it's... And I've noticed that's with a lot of kids who grew up really Christian, like, that That just was not... Their parents were like, no. I like it, but I'm not as into it as everybody else is. Yeah, I'm not, like, a diehard Harry Potter fan. Ashton is, though. I was about to ask you, I bet your wife is. Ashton likes it a lot. Is she, um... Do you know what house she is? She's Ravenclaw. Okay, I think I can see that. Do you know what you are? Yeah, I'm Slytherin. Ah, I knew it! I knew it! I, before you said it, I was like, for some reason, I feel like Eric is Slytherin. That makes a lot of sense. Not, he's not evil. It's just, you, you're mysterious. So I think that uh, you give me Slytherin vibes. Um, what are you? you? Uh, I've taken the quizzes so many times. I've gotten every answer except... Ravenclaw, which is ironic because the character I think I most like in the Harry Potter universe is Luna Lovegood, and she's Ravenclaw. I'm not. I think I'm a Hufflepuff probably because they're the ones who I'm not a hero and I'm not a villain and I'm not studious. So I think Hufflepuff is kind of like if you're none of those things, that's where you go. So yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. I would have thought it's funny that Ravenclaw is the one you didn't get because purely off of Luna, I would have said you're Ravenclaw. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but she is, I, at first you think, she, I guess she does a lot of studying, especially when she's trying to help Harry in the end, but anyway, thank you, I, I like really Luna. She seem like Ravenclaw. Yeah, she doesn't either, she seems like a, a Hufflepuff or a light Gryffindor, um, but anyway, uh, did you get the, like, vibes that this is, like, in some ways trying to be, like, a knockoff Harry Potter? Did the Harry Potter movies come out before that? They, so since there were so many, I think there were three of them had come out at this point, so. I mean, yeah, I could, I could see that. They were probably trying to capitalize on the whole kid wizard thing. Kid um, wizard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess because this was right before, I feel like it was like magic, kid wizard, and then it was like vampires. I couldn't tell you what came after that because then I wasn't a kid anymore. But yeah, yeah, I guess in the movie, uh, Danny and Allison get into a fight because Allison thinks like he must like be like doing all these tricks without like telling me how he's actually doing it. And he's supposed to be communicating with me because we're a team. Then they realize Danny actually has powers. And is there anything like that that I'm missing or do you think that's kind of the gist of it? I feel like there isn't actually that much to this plot. No, there's not that much to it. <laughs> I think that's mostly the gist and... It, I mean, it's got that classic, I'm mad at you because of this thing. And then as soon as I believe you, oh, now it's your turn to get mad at me again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I don't believe you. It's like they're both struggling with trusting each other, but at different times. It's weird. Yeah, there's like a lot of like push and pull. I think they're kind of hinting at the end that there's maybe a slight romance between them. I think maybe during this movie, they're trying to like, portraying maybe Allison kind of likes him but I think it's more like she's finally met someone who she can like see herself in and she feels like he's doing all this like phony stuff to her attention and not because he actually likes magic but in the end they have this like big showcase where they're performing he like is trying to lift in a thousand pound weight which I also kind of thought like they're trying, oh, I'm going to lift it over my head and it's going to flow. And I was like, is anyone supposed to believe that it's a thousand pounds? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All of the tricks definitely seemed like everyone was just like, they immediately thought there was no trick behind it. It was a lot of theatrics. Is there like any tricks that you saw in this movie? You were like, oh, yeah, that's actually cool. And I haven't seen that at a magic show. Or do you think they're pretty like by the book about all the different tricks they have? 
I actually kind of liked the the chair trick, like the levitating, where you levitate off the chair. I actually oh, thought yeah. that was pretty cool. <laughs> yes, that was cool. Yeah. In the end, I guess they kind of prove that Max is a phony. That's kind of what happens, right? Yeah, basically. He was stealing powers, I guess. Yeah. I didn't really touch on that or how he was going to or anything like that, but yeah. that's what it seems like he was trying to do. Which, like, and we don't really see why. I mean, maybe it's because he... Because did they show that he doesn't actually have powers, Max himself, and he's just trying to steal it from other people, or does he? No, I think he did. Oh, okay. I don't think they showed anything about him not having them. But, yeah, like, he stole the powers from his master or whatever first, but they never really talked about how he stole, stole them. It just seemed like, I guess he kills other wizards and then can steal their powers after killing them i don't know yeah something like that yeah which like i don't know if his his plan wasn't really to kill danny well it was oh it was okay then i must have that was something. the weight oh the weight was flying to okay didn't it was, it was supposed to hit him okay yeah apparent if if allison hadn't have called out then danny died because he wouldn't have been able to see it on his own was oh. you know, the movie was getting out. yes okay okay then yeah. it tried to okay yeah so in the end danny gets the ring to go back onto max and then he flies through him like uh, at the end of the first harry potter when voldemort flies through harry do you know what i'm talking about and the um yeah. After he gets the source of stone. Yeah, so it which is another like Harry Potter vibe. I was like, okay, this is pretty carbon copy. But um yeah, so Max goes disappearing, never to be seen again, I believe. And uh then they're like, Danny went into hiding after that. Just kidding. And now him and Allison kinda hang out often and is is it implied that they're kinda together? What did you get from that? I mean, it definitely seems like an implication. Again, it was one of the things that the movie just touched on yeah. so little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was very vague. Yeah, I don't know. I think the point of this movie is just to give you like magical vibes. If you like magicians, you're going to like this, right? We reference famous magicians. So what would you say? Did you like this movie? What's your opinion? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you take it for exactly what it is and yeah. only that i think it's you know it can be a fun movie i mean it wasn't horrible re-watching it i don't think it's one of those movies you're supposed to think too deeply about it's yes. just take the movie at face value and just enjoy it for what it is which is not a lot of depth but some somewhat interesting magic stuff and yeah. from the perspective of a kid it probably was a lot cooler yeah, definitely. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I think it's definitely made for kids. Definitely made for people younger than the characters in the movie, which Disney Channel tends to be. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's entertaining enough. I think it's perfectly middle for the movies that I review for this show. <laughs> um, but you know, it was fun to have some like actors that I recognized. Um, but yeah, what would you say was your favorite character? If any, if not any, then that's fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I really liked any of them. They were all just, I mean, the two characters that I developed the most were the main characters, and I already expressed that they were both a little annoying to me. Yeah. Um, and then the, I feel like the other characters, they just had no development. They were all kind of just exactly what you saw from the first time you saw them. So I don't know that 
I can point to any character yeah. that I'd like. Yeah, because all, I mean, we really only talked about the three. Uh, Danny has parents that are supportive of him, and then there's other magicians in the show who are just constantly questioning how he does stuff and kind of making fun of Allison. So, yeah, basically, no development on their behalf. Max is evil, like, basically, and, they're, you know, he just becomes worse and worse. And, yeah, so I don't know who my favorite would be. I mean, I kind of, like, you know, I understand parts of Allison, I think. But uh, I, I don't know. Don't know if I have a favorite either. Um, so I guess we'll kind of talk about the fashion <laughs> in this movie. Is there anything that you notice, Eric? I noticed that uh, her uh, her uh, computer set up in her room, she had two monitors. And oh, really? Laptop, which I thought was weird for the time and figured it was probably expensive. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what he notices. I didn't notice that. That is a lot for a teenager at the time. I guess like supposedly she's the one editing all these videos that you're watching back together in this like documentary mm-hmm. style. So she had to have I don't know. Yeah, that would have been expensive back then. But I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I saw when I was thinking about the style, I saw a lot of stuff that it just seemed older. You know, to me. I mean, outside of, I mean, they, I guess they were all wearing jeans, which I guess lots of people still wear jeans. Yeah, yeah, jeans. <laughs> it's not yeah. like jeans ever go out of style, but yeah, um, yeah. I, I didn't. What were your thoughts about the fashion? <laughs> she had a lot of tank tops paired over long sleeve shirts, a lot of beanies that were like colorful, a lot of like flowers on her hats and shirts, and a lot of sequins, a lot of like the skinny scarves do you remember any of these trends like you didn't think of it see those and i was like oh i remember girls wearing that or was it just kind of like that's close yeah no i don't i don't really think i thought about that at all when i was watching (laughs) is that not like when you watch stuff like that's not what you focus on you don't really pay attention to clothes yeah no i don't i don't think i really do like i mean unless it's like Katniss Everdeen where you're coming out with your dress on fire then I'm not really paying attention to yeah something has to be burning for you to yeah yeah. are you a Hunger Games person I mean that was (laughs) yeah I did I did uh like the Hunger Games a lot uh, during that time, but I mean, that was just the one example I can yeah, think of, yeah. of me remembering clothing from anything. If I guess a lot of those, um, what would you call that? Like Harry Potter, Hunger Games, Twilight. What is that called? Like an adventure novel series turned movie, that kind of stuff. I feel like that's coming up a lot on this episode because, like, I guess this movie is kind of adventurous, but do you like, um, books turn movies or does it really depend it depends yeah i think um books to movies can work you just need the people behind it that believe in it enough to stay true to the material but i also think that sometimes movies are just different it's a different format it's meant to be enjoyed in a different way and there have Mm -hmm. been some books to movies that i've hated because i really loved the books and then it was like what did you do you ruined the movie what's an example for you aragon was the worst <laughs> is there just one aragon movie or were they multiple <clears throat> there was just one because okay. they messed it up so much that they could not do anything else was it the kind of thing where they were planning on doing a bunch and then it just did terribly and they were like okay well that's all for us I would assume that because there are four books and I Mm -hmm. would assume that they would have done more, but they just they left so much out like in a way that they couldn't repair 
that they like left it out of the whole series that's necessary for the series like it was so bad that they could not have made another one but uh i heard the author signed a deal to get a disney plus show so oh really apparently yeah aragon's gonna be on disney plus as a tv show would you do you have plans to watch it or do you think it will be another poor adaptation oh i'm definitely gonna watch it even if i thought it would be horrible i'd probably still watch it because i love Aragon the inheritance cycle but uh the author came out and said he knows that a lot was done wrong and it's because a lot of decisions were taken away from him and he just didn't really have any say Mm -hmm. but for the Disney plus thing he's going to be weighing in heavily and a major part of it so I think it'll be great okay cool awesome wait when were those with that was like a series that was popular in your childhood um yeah, I think it was popular a little before my childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun fact, uh, the author, Christopher Paolini, was a, I think he was like 14 when he wrote Aragon. Oh, really? Yeah, he was oh young. He was like a, it was just a high school project, and then his parents were like, damn, this is good, and they self-published it because they believed in him that much. Damn, why can't more parents believe in their kids, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the book came out in 2002, so I wouldn't have read it then. I would have read it later. Yeah, it's a great series, and I think the story of the author is cool because he was a kid when he read it. That is really cool. Um, So you're not a social media guy. You don't even have an Instagram, right? Do you have a Facebook? Do you have anything? Yeah, no, I don't do anything. Usually this is the part where I'm like, hey, do you want anyone to follow you on these things? But no, because you you want the exact opposite. You want to be left the fuck alone. Uh, you get um, constant people being like, wow, you should get on Instagram so I can see what's going on in your life, Eric. Or or do you does that just kind of roll off your back? Uh, I think most of the people that I keep around in my life, yeah, they know me. They know that I just do weird things like pick up and leave to a state I've never been to or go without a phone for two years or he did it was very hard to get in track of him but that's okay that just gave me a reason to go to Colorado to see him (laughs) um is there any positive messages uh you want to send out to the world today well I I mean I guess in the vein I don't know how much of a positive message this is yeah or just a message in general doesn't have to be super positive it can be yeah no no but I mean like in the vein of you know what we're talking about today Mm -hmm. it's like I feel like just don't be don't be afraid of you know the stuff that you like yeah (laughs) I mean because like it, it came up uh you know when we started the conversation and I feel like a lot of people when I start talking about stuff and and I reference my sisters they're like Oh yeah, 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 I get it. You just watched it because your sister's it's like, no, I watched it because I like it. I mean, yeah. that's the, I, I like those things, and so you know, like what you like, and don't do social media if you don't want to do social media. <laughs> yeah, like what you like. Don't let other people make you feel nerdy or bad or, or you know, oh, that's for kids about anything. Like what you like, and don't let people judge you. Own it. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Thank you, Eric, for being on it. I really appreciate it. I feel like you're the perfect person to put on this episode because you liked magic. And uh, I think that's really cool. I did not have a magic phase myself. So it's fun to learn that other people did. Um, Yeah. So thank you guys for listening and join us next time when we watch a a Disney Disney Channel Channel movie. movie. Bye, everybody.